All right, I'm going to jump right in because usually it takes me until right at 8 o'clock. So let's go ahead and pray. Dear Lord, we thank you so much. We come to you in the name of Jesus. We thank you for the authority that you have given us. God, you are so good. And I thank you that no weapon formed against us shall prosper. In Jesus' name and every tongue that rises in judgment against us shall be condemned. So every lying voice of the enemy where he's been lying to people, we get to shoot those lies down right now in the name of Jesus. I thank you for victory in Jesus. I thank you for a place where we can come into in the middle of the week and get a break from the chaos of the world. I thank you for a lighthouse where we can come and be bathed in light and get a break from the darkness. I thank you for a, a place that is safe where we can get a break from the drama of the enemy. I thank you that your name is a refuge where the righteous can run and are safe. And I feel your presence in this house tonight. I thank you, Lord, that you are going to speak to every one of us. We open our hearts. And if you step on our toes, we will receive it. Let your word change us. Let it refine us. Let it purify us for your name's sake. So that we will be the healthy church in Jesus' name. Amen. The one thing I don't like about teaching up here is I don't have anywhere to put my water. So, But my husband asked that I would teach up here. So I'm going to do it as unto him. <laughs> because I'm a submissive wife. <laughs> All right, so I am on part one of a series, lesson three. It's going to be three parts, and each part has numerous um, lessons. And so this is the third lesson for part one. And we, uh, the title of this is The Healthy Church. We are the healthy church. We are the body of Christ. The body of Christ is healthy. I spent the first week showing everyone how um, the church and the word of God is referred to as the body of Christ. Oh, look at you. Thank you, Paul. Thank you, Paul. What a blessing you are, brother. That's perfect. Good deal. Paul to the rescue. So I spent the first week showing everyone that uh, the Bible does refer to the church as the body of Christ. And we talked about two characteristics of a healthy physical body. And we related those to the healthy body of Christ. And the first of those characteristics was that a healthy body takes in what is necessary for life and vitality. Everybody breathe. You just took in oxygen. That's necessary for life and vitality. Then the second characteristic of a healthy body is a healthy body expels what is unnecessary or harmful to life and vitality. Now, everybody breathe out. Okay? You do that many, 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 many times a day. You take in what is necessary for your life and your vitality, and you get rid of what is unnecessary for life and vitality it was a really pretty good lesson if you want to go back and listen to it. If you missed it, you can find it on YouTube. And then last week was lesson two. I picked back up with how a healthy body discards what is um, unnecessary and harmful to life and vitality. And I brought up the third point of a healthy body. And that is that a healthy body grows by the multiplication of healthy cells. And we talked about how that pertains to the church and we brought out how a healthy body, it, it actually causes the unhealthy cells to die and be replaced with healthy cells. And we talked about how cancer is the rapid reproduction of unhealthy cells. And an unhealthy church can be the rapid reproduction of, of the unhealthy. So it, it too was a pretty good lesson. If you want to go back and listen. Put your steel-toed shoes on because I think it hurt all of our feelings. But uh, you will see tonight why I have to speak things that are not always fun to speak. And that is going to carry us right into the fourth characteristic of a healthy body. Okay? That's what we're going to talk about tonight. We're going to talk about number four and number five. The fourth characteristic 
of a healthy body is it functions according to instructions from the head. Okay? So a healthy body functions according to directions, messages, and instructions given and received by the brain. Everybody touch where your brain is, okay? That's your head, okay? So your head gives direction to your arm. Your head gives direction to, right now your head is giving direction to your digestive system for it to work on stuff that you've filled it with today, okay? So according to kidshealth.org, it says this, you can think of the brain as a central computer that controls all the body's functions. So I had a really good lunch today. I want to honor, the Bible says give honor to whom honor is due. And uh, this is not bragging. This is just giving honor. I do want to honor Jaron. Um, I know everybody probably thinks that Jaron has the easiest life in the world. But Jaron has, Jaron lives in reality and Jaron lives in the world. And he has his, he has to lean fully on Jesus Christ for everything in his life. So, um... Don't look at him and think, oh, his life is so easy. Don't be jealous. His battles are very real. He's 18 years old, and he is uh, really, really focusing on only spending the rest of his life with whoever God Almighty has for him to spend his life with, which means he's not dating. So <laughs> that's, that's challenging. That's challenging. So don't look at him and, and, um, and think, oh, I'm just jealous. He's got it all together. I'm not... I'm not bragging on him, but I am giving him honor because he is seeking after the ways of God. And he graduated from Fire Academy, salutatorian of his class today. Yeah. And none of us knew that. He didn't even know that. Um, we have a, a white Ford Explorer with the lights on. NCS0762. That's your license plate. Your lights are on. So if you don't want to spend the night here, you're, you're free to go out. And nobody will laugh at you. We won't clap for you or anything. So um, that's a white Ford Explorer. So um, he, we did not know that he was graduated, graduating salutatorian of his class. He did not know he was graduating salutatorian of his class. And um, my grandfather is 96 years old. And he, he thinks that, you know, all of his kids are the greatest and his great-grandkids are surely the greatest in the world. So, and his hearing aids were, he's getting new hearing aids, hearing aids December 21st. So that tells you the ones he's got right now are not exactly working like he wants them to. So he's not whispering. He's talking to me like, you know, like this. And so they, they announced Jaron Driver as the salutatorian of the class of 24. And my poppy says, I knew it. <laughs> so... Anyway, I wanted to give him, I want to give God honor for what he's doing. Amen. Mm -hmm. So uh, I ate a really good, delicious lunch today, and it did involve spaghetti, noodles. And so, of course, while I'm writing this lesson, I'm thinking my brain tells my arm to move, to pick the fork up, to put it to the plate, to twirl it with the spaghetti. My brain tells my arm, take it to my mouth, release it, and then my brain tells my mouth, chew, 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 chew. And then my brain tells my esophagus to send it on down to my stomach while it's telling, and if you know me, I, I love food. So while my brain is telling my esophagus to process what I just chew, chew, chewed, it's also telling my arm, go back for more. So... The brain gives instructions to every single part of the body. And the body receives every little detailed instruction from the head. Where am I going with this? The body of Christ is a healthy body. And a healthy body receives 100% of its instructions from the head. Okay, every single little move I make is instructed to my body parts coming from my head. 
Jesus Christ is very interested and insists and fully intends on being involved in every little detail of his church. Christ is the head of the church. Let me show you that in scripture. Colossians 1 and 18 says, and he, talking about Christ, is the head of the body, the church who is the beginning, the firstborn from the dead that in all things he may have the preeminence. So Christ, we are the body. Christ is the head. A healthy body receives all of its instructions from the head. The healthy church constantly seeks after the direction of the head. Now you know why he says, if my people who are called by my name shall humble themselves and seek my face, we're supposed to receive every bit of instruction from the head, which is Jesus Christ. We do not, I don't know where we're going tomorrow, and I don't know what tomorrow holds, but you listen to me well. We do not receive our instructions from the government. If the government tells us to shut down, don't call Pastor Jeremy and say, are you going to shut down like the government says? We do not receive our instructions from the government. We receive our instructions from the head of this church. We do not receive our instructions from the culture. So don't ask us if we're going to follow the popular way of the culture. It doesn't matter what every other church is doing. We do not receive our instructions from the culture. We receive our instructions from the head. You'll never have to question. We do not get to write our own instructions. So therefore, it was really easy to receive saying, how many of you are glad that we don't receive our instructions from the government? Raise your hand. Okay. How many of you are glad that we don't receive our instructions from the culture? Okay. You don't have to raise your hand on this because guess what? We don't receive our instructions from the pew. Okay, and guess what? Jeremy and I, he doesn't receive instructions from me. We have to walk in our instructions coming from the head. So we don't get to write our own instructions. None of us do based on our egos. Our egos don't get to determine or dictate the instructions. Our flesh doesn't get to determine or dictate the instructions we receive, our wishes, our desires, our likes, our dislikes, our wants have no place in the instructions we receive. So as pastors, we may be the instructors of the message, but we are not the authors of the message. So if we teach the truth, it doesn't mean that we don't love you because a lot of times we might actually have to teach something that we don't want to teach. Because we're not the authors of the, the message. We are subject. Every one of us are subject to the head of the body. Because it's his body. Amen. Amen. Jesus said in Matthew 16, 18, up on this rock, I will build my church. And until we can say my church then we have to follow instructions from the head, okay? All right, so now let's talk about a paralyzed body. When communication is severed from the brain to a particular part of the body, usually it happens through the spinal cord, happens through the spinal cord area. When a physical body experiences a severing of communication between the brain and that particular part of a particular part of the body, it causes something called paralysis. Okay? So my brain is still sending the message 
to my arm, extend, and pick up the fork. The brain, the head, is giving the instructions. But because communication lines have been cut, that part of the body is not receiving the instructions. Follow me here because this is very important. My arm could believe that the brain, that the head is not sending instructions, but that's not the case. The arm is just not hearing what the head is saying. The body of Christ is healthy. Every, if we are going to be a part of the body of Christ, that means every single member of this body needs to make sure that you are receiving what the head is giving out. The healthy church receives clearly and regularly from Christ, the head. Yet, just like with a physically paralyzed body, when the communication or the instruction that's given isn't received, it causes spiritual paralysis. You will think God's just not talking, but he never quit giving instructions. You just quit hearing it. Sin's goal is to sever you from the body of Christ. And if sin can't sever you physically from the body of Christ, sin doesn't mind if you stay attached to the body of Christ, but you just don't receive the communication. So my arm can still be a member of my body, but if it's paralyzed, my brain continues to send instruction to the attached arm. The arm is attached, but it is failing to receive communication. You can stay attached to this body, yet be detached at the same time. And you don't, because you're not physically detached, you're here, you just think you're not missing anything. And all the while, word of God is going out. The word of God is speaking to you. God is calling on you. He's pulling on your heart. And you're here, but you're not. Is that making sense? You're here on that pew, but your mind is there. Wherever there is. Everybody's there is different. Okay? So you may not be physically severed and amputated. You're attached but paralyzed. Not hearing and not receiving what the head is giving out and pouring out. So sin's goal is to sever this communication, sever the ability for us to receive from the head. And when this happens, you fail to receive very important messages that are still being sent to you. I wrote down a few messages that, you know, the Holy Spirit could be speaking to you and you're not hearing. And it, he could be sending out the message of pull in closer to me. And you don't feel it. He could be telling you, don't take that job, but you don't hear it. He could say, don't marry that spouse, but you don't know it. Don't connect with that group, but you don't hear it. He's telling you, he's trying to lead you, but because you're not receiving the communication, you're paralyzed spiritually. This is what I felt like the Lord showed me could be a possibility. Pastors plead from the pulpit. And although we're anointed to minister to others, the paralyzed don't grasp it. They don't receive it. They don't hear it. Sitting next to someone in the pew 
who receives the same word and it's life-changing. The paralyzed stay attached physically, but don't hear, don't grasp, don't receive. Brothers and sisters, reach out with messages of hope. The message is going out. God is using people to send out a message of hope. But the paralyzed, they don't receive it. They don't get it. So we're pumping because the body of Christ is speaking to us. We're trying to pump love and the love's not received. We're trying to pump encouragement and the encouragement, the encouragement is not received. And it's not because the head is not giving it out. It's that that part of the body has become paralyzed and they're not receiving it. Have you been there? Sin, discouragement, deception, oppression, depression, religion, pain are just a few things that can sever the communication lines in our lives. Addiction. The body of Christ is a healthy body, and if we're going to be part of the healthy church, we have to make sure that we as a congregation and we as individuals are regularly receiving clear instructions from the head, Jesus Christ. His word is a lamp unto our feet and a light unto our path. That is a scripture. I think it's one Psalm 119 and 105. Jesus told us to pray this day. Give us this day our daily bread because we should be receiving from the head every day. So if you're receiving and you're hearing, who are you receiving most from and, and what are you hearing the most? All right, so that's, that's point number four. That a healthy body functions according to instructions from the head. Why don't you just lift your hands right now and say, Holy Spirit, open our ears to receive from you. Holy Spirit, open our hearts to understand what you are speaking to us. Holy Spirit, open our eyes to see what you are showing us. I just felt like the Lord spoke to me. He says, if I'm telling you what to do and you're refusing to do it, then although you think you know best, you don't see yourself as paralyzed. You just see yourself as finding another way. You're playing around with paralysis. So when he says move, move. When he says move, move. Now he told me to do something this week that I didn't want to do. And I was so mad about it. <laughs> I said, Lord, I'm aggravated about this. And when he spoke to me and said, do it, I, it was in prayer. And I was like, yes, Lord, I'll do it. Help me follow you. Help me follow you. And then, then I didn't feel real good and it wasn't all that fun. And I was like, God, I'm aggravated that I'm having to do this. But you know what? I better move when he says move. Because the other alternative is if I haven't, if he hasn't challenged me in quite a while, maybe he has challenged me in quite a while, and I just didn't receive it. So if you haven't heard the Lord kind of challenge you and speak to you and tell you something you don't want to hear lately and get you to do something you don't want to do lately, maybe you're a little bit immovable. You might want to ask him to challenge you a little bit just so you can make sure those lines of communication are still working properly. So number five, a healthy physical body. The fifth characteristic, a healthy physical body is coordinated. Some of us a little less than others. Some of us walk and chew gum better than others, but a healthy physical body is coordinated. So according to body, excuse me, biologyonline.com, 
This is what it says. It says, what does coordination mean? And what is coordination? To define coordination in biology, we must think of organisms that do things simultaneously. This is because coordination is the process through which two or more organs within a living thing interact and complement the functions of one another. I experienced it at lunch today and it was remarkable. While my body was digesting the chicken carbonara that I was eating, my hand was going to town and twirling up more. And while I was chewing, before it even got to my esophagus, my hand was twirling up more. All at the same time. All at the same time. It was fun. It was enjoyable. It was coordination. Same for the body of Christ. The body of Christ is a healthy body. It is coordinated. Let me read this. This biological, I'm still reading from Biology Online. This biological coordination is especially in reference to the brain giving orders to the organs and other parts of the body to function together so that the body can operate efficiently. For instance, the heart works in coordination with the brain in order for it to beat and keep the organism alive no matter what is going on. Coordination is controlled primarily by the brain and the nervous system. That's why I need you, Paul, to hear from God while Tim hears from God, while Angela hears from God, while Callie hears from God all at the same time. And I promise you, if Paul is hearing from God and Angela is truly hearing from God and Tim is truly hearing from God and Callie is truly hearing from God, it will come together and flow beautifully. But if any one of them decide that their ego is God and they're hearing from their ego, God is not the author of confusion. Ego usually is. When there's confusion, usually there's flesh and ego, and I don't want to involved, or I do want to, okay? So just as with my physical body, although the brain is the central command system, it doesn't act alone. So the brain tells my heart to pump, but the brain does not become my heart and pump. Jesus Christ is telling us what to do. And when we kick it back up to him and say, you do it, he sends a message that says, no, I designed you to do it. Okay? So Christ, our head, although only Christ can redeem us, although only he can save us, although only he can heal us, although only he can free us, he chooses not to act alone. He says, go out and heal the sick. Go out and do greater works than you saw me do when I walked upon the earth. We are supposed to receive instruction and anointing from him and go out and do his work. He fully intends for his body to do work with him. But so many times we just want to come in and let him do it all. But if your brain tried to do everything, first of all, you wouldn't be near as cute as you are. Your smile smiles a lot better than your brain would if we had to look at your brain smiling. So, just like a physical body is coordinated with all the body parts functioning properly together, according to instructions from the head, the body of Christ is coordinated with all of its members functioning properly together according to the instructions from the head. I really want you to follow me here. I'm going to make a good point as to the head gives the instructions but doesn't do everything. This is a really long passage, and looking at the time, I'm probably not going to read all of these, but it, it, would, it would be great if you would go home and read Romans chapter 12, verse 3 through 
through 11. It starts with, for I say through the grace given to me, to everyone who is among you, not to think of himself more highly than he ought to think, but to think soberly as God has dealt to each one a measure of faith. For as we have many members in one body, but all the members do not have the same function, so we, being many in the body of Christ, are one body in Christ. And we are individually members of one another. And then he talks about how all of our gifts are different, but they're all necessary. So there's four points that I feel like the Lord gave me regarding um, the different parts of the physical body that, that I want to end on. And I'll go through this briefly. Four points regarding the different parts of the physical body that we can relate to the body of Christ. Point number one, they each function differently. Number two, they rely on one another. Number three, they work in harmony together. And I'm not going to tell you the fourth one yet. First Corinthians 12 and four. Let me go through this quickly. There are diversities of gifts, but the same spirit. There are differences of ministries, but the same Lord. There are diversities of activities, but it is the same God who works all in all. And then he talks about the gifts of the spirit. The manifest of the spirit is given. The manifestation of the spirit is given to each one for the profit of all. When my ear hears, my whole body is profited because my ear hears. When you operate according to your calling and your design, this whole body and the whole body of Christ profits from it. So he goes on to talk about all the different gifts. He says... For in fact, the body is not one member, but many. If the foot should say, well, because I'm not a hand, I'm not of the body. Is it therefore not of the body? And if the ear should say, because I'm not an eye, I'm not of the body. Is it really therefore not of the body? If the whole body were an eye, where would be the hearing? And if the whole were hearing, where would be the smelling? But now God, and I want you to think about this in the body of Christ, but now God has set the members, each one of them in the body, and I'm going to say strategically, just as he pleased. And if they were all one member, where would the body be? If we all tonight were doing what I'm doing, what would that look like? If we all were doing what you're doing right now. What would that look like? If we all, if I was just out there, we were just waiting on the head to do it all, right? Just sitting in the pew, speak, Lord, speak, right? So we have to think about how each of us have a very specific role to play. So he says, but now indeed there are many members yet one body, and the eye cannot say to the hand, I have no need of you. Nor again the head to the feet, I have no need of you. No, much rather, those members of the body which seem to be weaker are necessary. Then it goes on to verse 27, says, Now you are the body of Christ and members individually, and God has appointed these in the church. There's first apostles, second prophets, third teachers, after that miracles, then gifts of healing, helps, administrations, varieties of tongues. We have to have all of this in the healthy church, okay? We should have actively all of those operating coordinated together in the healthy church. Okay, so part, point one, they function differently. Let me go through this quickly because it's already 746. So they function differently. The ear doesn't look anything like the eye. Its function doesn't look anything like the eye. And its placement in the body isn't anything like the eye. 
You don't look like me, and that's great. You don't work like me. You don't function like me, and that's outstanding. Your placement in the body of Christ is not where mine is, and it's very strategic. Your placement in this earth is not where mine is, which means you bring a perspective to the body of Christ that I can't bring. The eye's perspective is nothing like the ears. Okay? So we have to value every, to the one that's coming out of addiction, you're bringing a perspective to the church that we need, to the one that has always lived on a pew and has been saved and never strayed. You're bringing a a perspective to the church that we need. Okay? So... We're not supposed to look the same. You don't always have to have the same looking person standing behind this pulpit. They don't even have to be the same gender. Okay, number two. Parts of the body rely on one another. When it's time to hear the heartbeat of your unborn child, this is... When the Lord spoke this to me, it's going to kind of go along with what I said last week. Please get your ears to show up right now and tell them to function because this is good. When it's time to hear the heartbeat of your unborn child for the first time, you really want your ears to show up and work. When I get to hear the heartbeat of my grandbaby for the first time, I'm not looking at any of my children. We don't know where it's I'm really going to want my ears to show up and work at that time. I asked Jaron, I said, what's something fun to do physically? He said, play pickleball. So I said, when it's time to play pickleball, you really want your feet to show up and function like they're supposed to. And just like your body depends on each part to show up and function according to its giftings, so it is with a healthy body of Christ. The healthy church is made up of members who know their function and show up to perform it when necessary. Just like all of you are relying on me tonight to show up and function according to the calling of the head of this body on my life, I want you to ask yourself what the body of Christ is relying on you to show up and do. And just like I would be so disappointed if my ears just decided to not show up in that very special moment of hearing my grandbaby's uh, heartbeat. I don't have a grandbaby on the way, by the way, Uh, for the first time when you don't show up in your position that you're scheduled for. It's disappointing. It doesn't profit the whole. In fact, the whole the whole body feels it. So this goes along with what I said last week. When it's time, I'm going I'm to put in three, three plugs here for three departments that, that could use some help because the, the head is still sending out instructions. The head is still sending out instructions. He's telling us to pick kids up. We've got to pick kids up. So I, I put this, when it's time to pick up kids for church, we need van drivers to show up and function properly. I believe the Lord wants to send us 10 van drivers so we can do this. So we can half the load and double the team. So no longer, we met with Kenneth and Sarah. We're not asking anybody to pick up and take home anymore. If you can just pick up, somebody else will take home. If you can just take home, somebody else will pick up. We're going to cut the load in half and we're going to double the team because the head is still sending instructions of Don't keep my kids from being in the house of God. When it's time to reach out to the community, we need members to show up and love on people. If you want something to do, we're doing the Jacksonville Christmas Parade tomorrow. You can call Sarah and Kenneth Haley and ask them, how can I help? Show up, love on people. When it's time to reach out to Thailand through the live stream, we need camera operators to show up who passionately, passionately care about the only view that Asher and 
Yasher, I I don't even know how to say all their names, and Yasmin, I can't can't remember their, their, their different names, their Pakistani names, a family of four that is sit, Dula, yeah, that is Dua, that is sitting, it's 7.52 in the morning there right now, or 6.52 in the morning, and so when they watch, their only view into this house is whatever a passionate camera operator picks up. And if a camera operator doesn't show up and all they see is the maroon carpet, it's disappointing because they are the body of Christ, you know. They are. They may be an extremity, but my peaky finger that's considered an extremity is the body. Yes. So we rely on one another to function properly. I hope that message was clear. I need to carry on. Number three, all the different parts of the body work in harmony together. There's no competition. The eye doesn't wish it was an ear, and neither is the eye threatened by the ear. They don't fight against one another. Rather, in a healthy body, they work together in beautiful harmony. In a healthy body, you don't see a hand slapping the other body parts around. But in an unhealthy body, you will. In an unhealthy body... You'll see slapping of the self, cutting of the self, slashing of the self, pricking of the self, hitting of the self. That's an unhealthy body. And the body of Christ is healthy. Therefore, the body of Christ never cuts itself. And if you're an ear, don't you ever cut a finger. And if you're a finger, don't you slash a foot. That's part of the body of Christ. And then you got to deal with the head that says, don't you hurt my body. I don't care if you think they're not needed or not. It's not your call. It's not your design. So a healthy body doesn't cut itself. It doesn't harm itself. And the body of Christ is a healthy body. And we don't harm ourselves by members slashing, bashing other members. My favorite point right here, the fourth point, nothing in the body is without purpose. In a healthy body, everything has a design and everything has a purpose. In a healthy body, I'm going to say it the inverse way. In a healthy body, there is no organ, there is no member, there is no cell, there is no part of the body that is placed in the body with zero purpose. There is nothing that God said, I'm just going to put you here, but you have nothing to do, you have no purpose, and you have no function. Same for you. You have a, you have a function. For the body of Christ. You have a purpose for the body of Christ. It doesn't matter how little you feel like you are. The tiniest nucleus of a cell has a function. And you have a design. You have a reason for being placed in the body of Christ. Everything has a specific purpose. Everything in a healthy body functions according to to its purpose so yeah maybe you're not sitting at Davy's keyboard right now but don't you discount your purpose I can promise you that you are not placed in the body of Christ with zero purpose I can promise you you are not placed with nothing to do except only be a part of the body that's a lie that the enemy has caused 20, are we in the 20th century, 21st century? 21st century believers to believe that all you have to do is just be a part of the body. But you find me one thing that God put on the body that has no purpose. And then you tell me that you're okay to just be a part with no purpose. It's a lie. And it's actually hindering your joy. The healthy church is coordinated well by the master orchestrator, Jesus Christ. He does not give confusing 
conflicting instructions to different parts of his body. He coordinates it all very well. So if everybody would please bow your heads. And I'm going to go through these again. I want to ask you, because for us to be healthy, remember, my body is made up of cells. It is made up of toes, fingers, a lot of different members. And for me to be healthy, I need it all to function properly. So I'm going to go back to number one. Are you taking in what is necessary for you to be healthy? Number two, are you getting rid of the things that are hindering your health? Number three, are you growing according to healthy cells? That means are you reproducing the good or are you letting the bad just multiply in your life? Number four, are you making sure you're receiving clear instructions from the head? And number five, are you operating in a coordinated fashion, showing up to do your part? Are you able to work around someone that's not like you? Or does everybody have to fit in your mold in order for you to be able to dwell among them? If the body of Christ is relying on you, are you letting it down? Are you able to work in harmony? And have you found your purpose? That's a lot to digest. I'm going to ask Lexi to sing. Father, I've given the word that I think that you told me to give to your church tonight. Now I ask that you complete the work that you want. Because we are determined to be the healthy church. And we refuse to live and dwell and operate in an unhealthy fashion. Show us our purpose, God. Show us where we're not functioning properly. Show us when things are not operating like they should in our lives. Show us if we're paralyzed. Stir us up, oh God. If our heart is getting settled, stir us up, oh God. In Jesus' name, amen. I'm going to ask you just to receive let the Spirit of the Lord speak to you before we leave. I'm going to ask Lexi to sing. Open the eyes of my heart, Lord. Open the eyes of my heart. I want to see you. I want to see you. Open. Altars are open. You're also welcome to go. I just ask that you visit only in the lobby, please. If you're drawn to the altar, then come. It's open to you. See you.
this because I feel it in the spirit right now. If you feel like there's a chance that the communication has been severed between you and Jesus Christ, as I was praying just now, I felt like I heard him say, I can, I can mend what's been severed. I can heal what's been severed. I just want you to come and I'm going to pray for you. If you feel like those communication lines have been severed and you need the Lord to, to mend them back together so that you can hear him so that you can receive from him, so that you can feel him, so that you can be stirred by him, then I'm going to give a chance as they keep singing for, for people to come stand right here, and I'm going to pray with that group of people specifically in Jesus' name. more seconds for anybody else that wants to come. Holy, holy, holy. 